0: Good day, my friends, and welcome to another moment, a Black History Moment with Bo. And I am here to tell you that this is a great day to be alive, a great day to recognize the beautiful Black women that have gone before us and have laid the foundation for the women of today. Always be careful of what you hear about a woman. Rumors either come from a man who can't have her or a woman who can't compete with her. So we're going to keep on celebrating these fine women this month. But before we do that today, we are going to slip into darkness and talk about this so-called St. Patrick. Yesterday was St. Patrick's Day. And who and what is St. Patrick? My theory is that it is a history of racism and a celebration of whiteness. Throughout the United States, Irish Americans will celebrate St. Patrick's Day and Irish Heritage what few will acknowledge in this day of celebration is the way in which the Irish in America deployed whiteness in order to deflect the racism they encountered in the United States. Like many other immigrant groups in the United States, the Irish were characterized as racial others when they first arrived in the first half of the 19th century. The Irish had suffered profound injustice in the U.K. at the hands of the British, widely seen as white Negroes. The potato famine that created starvation conditions that cost the lives of millions of Irish and forced the out-migration of millions of surviving ones was less a natural disaster and more complex set of social conditions created by British landowners forced to flee from their native ireland and the oppressive british landowners many irish came to the united states once in the united states were stereotyped that was very similar to that of the enslaved africans and african americans the comic irishman happy lazy stupid with the gift for music and dance was a stock character in american theater Drunkenness and criminality were major themes of Irish stereotypes, and the term paddy wagon has its roots in the racist term paddy, a shortening of the name Patrick, which was used to refer to the Irish. However, this was also a gendered image and refers to Irish men. Following the end of slavery The Irish and African-Americans were forced to compete for the same low-wage, low-status jobs. So the white Negroes of the UK came to the United States and, though not enslaved, faced a status almost as low as that of the recently freed blacks. While there were moments of solidarity between the Irish and the African-Americans, this was short-lived. Over the course of the 19th and early 20th century, the Irish Americans managed to a great extent to enter and become part of the dominant white culture in an attempt to secure the prosperity and social positions that their white skin had not guaranteed them in Europe. Irish immigrants lobbied for white racial status in America. Although Irish people's pale skin color and European roots suggested evidence of their white racial pedigree, the discrimination that immigrants experienced on the job, although the extent of the no Irish need applied discrimination is disputed, the caricatures they saw of themselves in the newspapers meant that whiteness was a status that would be achieved and not ascribed. As people rush to embrace even fictive Irish heritage and encourage strangers to kiss me I'm Irish today, take just a moment to reflect on the history of racism and the pursuit of whiteness wrapped up in this holiday. Saint Patrick led the genocide of a contingent of to pygmies from Central Africa who were the original inhabitants of Ireland. The theory has been given many memes and social media posts that in recent years have been shared widely, especially around March the 17th, the feast day of St. Patrick. The memes are often accompanied by images that appear to show white men posing with African pygmies, the Trois, pygmies of Ireland, the source of the leprechaun legend. When you celebrate St. Patrick's Day, that's the celebration of their genocide. The Trois are a people indigenous to the Great Lakes region of Central Africa. They are sometimes referred to as Trois pygmies an anthropological term denoting their relatively short stature, with their average height being four feet ten inches. Although some exact details are lacking about the life of Saint Patrick, it is generally accepted among historians that he lived in the fifth century AD, grew up in Roman occupied Britain, probably in Wales of the west coast of England was kidnapped as a boy and taken to the island of Ireland as a slave for six years, then returned to Britain. He trained as a Christian cleric and went back to Ireland as a missionary. Another one of the legends attached to Patrick in the centuries following his death was that he banished the snakes from Ireland. This is not based in fact No fossil records have shown that snakes were ever indigenous to the island of Ireland. And the myth was likely a metaphor for the Christianization and decline of paganism for which Patrick and other early Irish saints are credited. I must say, my friends, it took me all day yesterday, which was St. Patrick's Day, to run some of these theories down. And so I'm going to bring them to you and let you decide for yourself. Now, some of these words I cannot pronounce right, but you got to bear with me. All right. Indigo melanated people are the original snake headed people of Ireland. We are the ones who were driven off and slaughtered in the name of a Catholic saint named Patrick who ironically wore the symbols of fat and Asar, Our black ancestors of the East knew about the powers of all the indigenous herbs, roots, and plants like clover and thistle. We are the first mound builders and healers all over the planet. This shines a new reference on the first real Europeans. Qua, are known as elves, midgets, or pygmy, a slur on small people of African descent who have a history predating the Greco-Roman Judea timeline history of Adam and Eve by more than 200,000 years. The ancient Trois people were nomadic. They journeyed and migrated all continents and islands over the planet, spreading to Northern Ireland, Germany, and the rest of Europe, and the Asian continent, and had settled in these western lands prior to any of the influences of the Roman or later the Roman Catholic Church. They had a cultural, technological impact and influenced the establishment's of societies known as pagans or druids, one of the cultural influences the druids twa had was the fact that they were known for their hair who many grew into locks that looked like snakes much later the huru lock worn to one side of the temple was represented in the fez or head covering that also depicted the Kemet symbols known as Uris or Cobra raised to strike, which is the same snake image you see worn as a means by the queens and kings of ancient Kemet, Egypt, Nubia. In many African cultures, the serpent is not a symbol of evil, but one of eternal life regeneration, power, protection, and wisdom. The snake also represented the Kudani Awakening Vortex found in the chakra energy traveling up our spines and the helix of our DNA. So the claim is St. Patrick engaged in genocide against the Twa and the knotted hairstyle of Twa and ethnic Bantu peoples bears something of a resemblance to snakes. It is the Trois that was chased out of Ireland by St. Patrick, and not, as the story goes, real-life serpents. In reality, the history of the holiday is a secret attempt to disguise genocide, as St. Patrick led the charge to hunt down these men and women in order to kill them. The Trois people... It. It seems turned out to be leprechauns. And they were skilled workers and had advanced technical expertise in the production of medicine, textiles, and clothing, and interestingly, shoe making. So, chasing the serpents out of Ireland is a metaphor for genocide. So, what St. Patrick is surely famous for is waging a genocidal hostility against the indigenous people of Ireland, who had migrated there many hundreds of years before the Caucasians and earlier than Christianity, who were African and coincidentally notion to be pagan. We do a lot of things, my friends, out of a lack of awareness. So should we celebrate the expulsion and genocide, that's up to you. St. Patrick's Day, another holiday that means absolutely nothing to us. Oh, we will collect the benefits of it, but we will give it no power whatsoever. And once again, that music tells me that it is time for me to go. But before I leave, I would like to leave you with this message. No exceptions. Nothing that ever came from the European mind was meant to do anything but facilitate European domination of the world. I said no exceptions. Until next time, friends, it's been my honor. Have a great day.